that's my only thought process on it. So that's my only hope is that I'm looking at. <laughs> Bless you. He could be a Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> that was really gross. Absolutely. Thrilling radio, folks. <laughs> We are back with episode 41. It's been a little while here, guys. Uh, we've been pretty busy lately, but uh, been uh, wanting to get a nice recording in, so we figured we'd get together and kind of get back after it. Hopefully things kind of settle down for the three of us, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. So, as always, I'm Jared. I'm Steve. I'm Mama Claire. And again, welcome to episode 41. So, Steve, I'm uh, glad we were able to talk a little bit today. I know you've got some good topics for us, so why don't you bro- Broach over them real quick. Oh, I guess I should have written them down, huh? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, well, um, obviously it is uh, Nerd Heaven just concluded with uh, Comic-Con closing down. So uh, we got a lot of uh, movie trailers and otherwise uh, geeky news to yeah, discuss. A few things came out late in the uh, past few weeks since we've recorded that we should definitely talk yeah, about for sure. Yeah, and... Uh, you know, some of someone at the stable went and saw Ghostbusters uh, so twice. They'll be able to twice. wow. So they'll be able to give us an in-depth scene-by-scene review. Excellent, excellent. Uh, TWTW. You know, we've got enough stuff of uh, sports to talk about. Got the All-Star Game. Got Cubs versus Sox. Got Tragic Bears Camp. <laughs> <laughs> we've got basketball moves. Absolutely, it'll be good. And uh, I've got a good Florida story of the week. We got kind of everything ready for you, the whole gambit. We're not going to spend a whole bunch of time going over it. So, Steve, what you been up to, man? How's things been going? Oh, they're just going going along, uh, like in the summertime, getting out to the lake every once in a while, dusting off the camera. That's always fun. Nice. You got? Have you got any shots of the uh, guy, the kids on the uh, wakeboards and no, stuff yet? No, uh, my uh, my brother and his family have been out uh, visiting his wife's family uh, every couple weekends, so they've gotcha. been going to different places. It's hard gotcha. for me to sync up with them, but uh, the one night that I was there, everybody was big wuss and didn't want to go because the water was cold because it rained all day. So. Wham. Jacob and Zach, if you're listening to this, you shouldn't be listening to this. (laughs) Turn it off right now. But nut up. You two can. (laughs) Claire, what about you? What's been up? Oh my god, I've worked. And what else? Worked. (laughs) And cried because we got the wrong dryer. (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh, it was so like frustrating and cute yesterday. Our, Our dryer broke, and through no fault of her own, Claire thought, that we had an electric dryer and was extremely proud of her purchase that she got at Best Buy yesterday of a brand new electric dryer. So when I got home from work yesterday, I took out our gas dryer and moved it out in the garage and proceeded to unbox the electric dryer that Claire brought home and she proceeded to then cry when I informed her that we don't have an electric connection for this. I'm not, I'm not going to lose all or say I have no blame because I could have moved the dryer myself and double-checked before purchasing a dryer. True, true, but, you know, shit happens. Did I ever tell you guys the story of Best Buy and the left-handed dryer? No. <laughs> yeah. So um, years ago when I worked in Joliet, I would occasionally go to the Best Buy across uh, the, the parking lot from us uh, to kill time before I fought traffic going home. And this is back when I had my PlayStation 3. It might have been when I just got my 3 or my 2. And I was in the video game aisle, and I'm just going over stuff. Like I said, I'm just I'm just there to, to be there. Meandering around to kill time rather yeah, than exactly. sitting in traffic killing exactly. time. And this, this kid walks up to me. He's like, how you doing today, sir? And I was like, I'm good, thanks. And he's like, you know, we got some great sales throughout the store. I was like, cool. Just looking at some games. He's like, okay. And he doesn't leave. And he is maybe an arm's length away from me. Like, not in the bubble, but in the bubble. Right. Like, like dangerously encroaching on yes. bubble space. And so, you know, I don't think, any, I don't really notice that he doesn't leave right away. And I'm just going through the games. He's like, if you want me to give you any information on, you know, the sales in the store, let me know. He's like, I'm good. Re- just looking at games. He's like, we've especially got some great deals on appliances. And I'm like, <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> he still doesn't leave 
And so he asks me again. He's like, are you sure I can't help you with anything? And I was like, you know, now that I think about it, you know, my dad wants to get a new stove. But he's left-handed. So if you could give me the prices on all your left-handed stoves, that would be really helpful. He goes, okay. And he, you know, just like charges off towards the oh appliance section. Oh, my God. And I was like, I just kind of looked at my watch and I was like, yeah, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I did have a good incident. <laughs> I was like, Zoidberg strikes again! I, could, I couldn't believe it. It's like, dude. I will have to say, I went to the Bolingbroke Best Buy, not yesterday and today, because I had to return the dryer incorrectly, but just both days, the staff there was awesome. And then there is this lady who's out in the space of world, of life, who saw me struggling to get the half-open box of dryer out of the back of my van. And she came over to help me get it out and help study the cart, which was above and beyond kind of her. But then I went to take it over. She got in her car and left. I went to take it over. And this road in, or the street in front of our whatever, you know, the part of the parking lot in front of the store, they were tearing up to repave. Oh. And so the ramp still had like a two-inch jump to it. And I couldn't get it up the ramp. She thought about that as she pulled out, pulled back around, pulled out, got out of her car, and helped me get it up. Aww. Yeah. So, thank you to the miscellaneous woman out there. That was nice For of being a good, awesome human being in this world of shitty human beings. So. Adulting 101. Adulting, yeah. <laughs> Be excellent to each other. I should have saved that for adulting 101. No, it's okay. We're going to kind of get yes. around on that. It's okay. Be excellent to each other. It's another good motto. Yes. Yeah. So, I've just been working like a crazy man. Um, had a lot of issues and stuff at work, even though we don't talk about work. But uh, you didn't but, puke in your new car last weekend. I didn't, which is good. Had a nice housewarming party for Summer and Ken. They they bought their house and had a nice housewarming and had plenty of adult beverages and libations and polyjuice potion. And I didn't yak all over myself, which is good. I, I said, Claire, take me home. And it was the appropriate time to go home. And I went home and went to bed and woke up the next day and remembered everything. Well, we went home and finished watching. Uh, straight out of Compton, and then went to yeah, the yes. And After we, oh my god, then I. And then we <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was storming that night, and I love I freaking love thunderstorms and rain. I, I absolutely love it. So I had this brilliant idea as I was sitting on the couch watching Straight Out of Compton that Claire and I should go stand out in the backyard in the rain and watch the rain and the thunderstorm. And my wife loves me enough that she actually did it with me. I was going to say, you didn't put a stop to this? <laughs> after, after he asked for the seventh time. Yeah, I tried. I, I was not, I wasn't <laughs> letting it go. <laughs> no. And then she stood out there with me. It was like 30 seconds. I started getting rained on. And I go, fuck, it's cold. Let's go inside. This is stupid. <laughs> now I see why you didn't want to come out here. So then we sat in the garage and watched it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. Yeah, no, it's, been, it's been good, though. I'm glad to be back recording, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, so I know the uh, I've been listening to a lot of the shows on disease network. You know, on that just happened, and listening to a lot of uh, of uh, you're going to get a disease, and the shows have been really good. I, I, they they've been really yeah. on point. Yeah, they have. Um, so let's just jump into our stuff. So Claire, mm-hmm. I think we should jump into white and nerdy. I agree. Don't you think? I'm on yeah. Board. So why don't you go ahead and talk to us about Ghostbusters? How was it? How was it? Good. Really good. I saw it twice. Once with the girls and once with the kids. I, My gauge on movies, first things first, I was not bored the second time watching it. Well, that's good. That to me is a mo- movie that has some staying power because there's a lot of great movies that you're like, if it's on TV I'm never going to watch it again. Mm-hmm. This is like just like regular Ghostbusters. If it's on TV I'd pause. It's not going to watch it. That's kind of, that reminds me of uh, when people about... Uh, what is it? Um, now you see me. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah. But I don't own it, and I have no desire to see it again. Gotcha. Because you've seen it, right? Yeah. It's like, for instance, that I'm the same way with the Usual Suspects. Yeah. Usual Suspects is a movie that I like watching with other people that haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You know. But you're not gonna sit down and watch. But it. But I will never own. sit that or Memento. I will never sit down. Fight yeah. Club. I will not sit down and rewatch by myself. Man, I want to. Man, I'm gonna. Throw this in and, and yeah. sit down. And Great movies. I like owning some of them yeah. for the purpose of, oh, you've never seen this? Check this out. Yeah. Uh, the kids loved it, which was cool. Was it, like, you know, in the caliber of movies, was it the smartest, most... In- obviously not. It was a remake. 
but there were some characters in there. Kate McKinnon is amazing. She plays um, uh, Holtzman. Sorry, her name was escaping me. She's awesome. Like, I want to marry her. Her commitment to character is just on point. Is that there the blonde were, chick? That's the blonde chick. Not Kristen Wiig? Not, the, not Kristen Wiig, not, um, <laughs> not Melissa McCarthy. And not um, the black chick. Right. She is just, like, awesome, awesome, awesome on par. Like, made me want cool. to watch Saturday Night Live. Which and character then, did she play in that? In Holtzman. No, but, like, what... Oh, we, like, she's the engineer. <clears throat> okay. She's the engineer type. And, um, so that was really funny. And then Leslie Jones, who's the black chick. She is stellar. Those two... Like, they weren't throwaway characters. You know how, like, in the first Ghostbusters, you feel like Venkman and everybody... Everyone is a, a participating <laughs> character. It's a true ensemble. Though the storyline was about Kristen Wiig and um, McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy's characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they were centered or stemmed from them, the other characters brought were so involved okay. that you didn't feel like they were this afterthought. You thought it really was a team. And so you still had that good balance in there. And they weren't so shoved down your throat that you felt like they, they were just playing bits. Because that was the problem we saw um, Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Oh, that was Which was really hilarious. hilarious. And then we saw Bad Grandpa. Naughty Grandpa. Naughty Grandpa. That was hilarious, too. Hilarious we, we, were, too. we were on a Zac Efron kick because he's a good... I feel like Zac Efron, as, a, <laughs> as an actor, is a great, uh, like, straight man. Like, mm-hmm. playing, playing the other part of Adam Devine's character. Playing Robert De Niro's straight-laced, mm-hmm. like, grandson. He plays a great second fiddle character. Like, if you think about um, Even Neighbors, Neighbors with Seth Rogen, he's the great other guy mm-hmm. in these movies. Okay. And he does a good job on that, but um, Aubrey Plaza, who I loved, was in it, and her characters were so forced. And even Adam Devine a little bit. Oh, yeah. Adam Some, Devine played his character on, on Workaholics. Yeah, but even still, there were, like, lines and things in there that were forced, and I did not feel that way about Ghostbusters at all. Okay. You know, now, so. is it... Is it a reboot, or is does it have anything to do with the previous two nope. movies at all? There are slight cameos by everyone in the original Ghostbusters, oh, nice. which was great. Even, even the late great um, was in it in a capacity. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. I don't want to oh. spoiler alert. Okay. Too okay. Much. I mean, yeah, I, cool. I can spoiler alert. If no, you no, no, no. Um, no it was just. I thought the jokes were smart. I thought it was funny. Like I said, I watched it twice and was like, yeah, I'd totally watch this again. So, kind of going along with our whole, you know, 29, nine, you know, 29 or... <laughs> I buy it when it comes out, because when it comes out, you always get the Blu-ray combo pack for cheap. And digital download. And digital yeah, yeah. download. So I wouldn't feel bad about purchasing it all or buying it on Comcast or whatever, because, like, I feel like us and the kids would sit down and watch it. It was kind of fun to see... Um, uh, Chris Hemsworth play something a little different. Um, <laughs> um, it was funny. Um, there's a f- the the closing credits are fun. There are a couple other Saturday Night Live characters that are in there, or, or player current players now that are in there. They did a good job, just this little bit parts. But like I said, it was a fun movie. Okay, I enjoyed being able to go to a fun movie, seeing it, and being able to take the kids. You know, just I loved the commitment to characters by all four main ladies. Like, at one point, you know, they, they see the ghost, and they get really excited that, oh my god, I saw a ghost. Like, you believe, like you can see that the that the people playing those, like, they believe it is their person. It's cool to watch that level of commitment, when I don't think you always see that anymore. Okay. You know? It's just, it's, it was fun. I loved it. That's cool. Good. Yeah. Excellent. So that's my, my Ghostbusters review. Give it a watch. It was worth my money. I spent, I paid for it twice, and I don't think that would happen very often anymore. Okay. So, yeah. especially like when you start talking like movies to take the kids to, I like yeah. avoided having to see Secret Life of Pets at all costs. I avoided <laughs> yeah, we dished that off on my parents, man. <laughs> no, no, they did. Oh no, Dory. it's cool. That's right. Yeah, we dished off Finding Dory on my I'm, parents. <laughs> I'm like so excited. I'm gonna dish off um, Ice Age on your sister next yes. week. Yes. <laughs> I'm just not going to uh, see any kid movies unless I want to. Okay, now. Um, it was probably last year or so, but I, you know, that, that I last saw Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Not kids' movies. No. No. Is this not a kids' movie, but okay for kids, or is this a kid-friendly movie? 
That's a good question. I felt perfectly comfortable with my six and nine year old there. There were probably a joke or two that probably had a little bit more of a sexual edge to it, but I don't feel like either they would have, I think they were so well done that it wasn't like, I feel like I'm going to have to go home and explain something. Oh, okay. Um, so that's good. There was no love angle interest outside of them drooling over Chris Hemsworth a little bit, which was just funny. You know, it wasn't, which I thought was kind of nice, too. I don't feel like we need to have a romantic line in everything. But I, I'm glad that they didn't force a romantic interest in a movie like that. It's not needed. And I, like, I kind of, like, I, one of the things that I do dig about the original Ghostbusters is that you had that romantic angle in it without having a real romantic angle in it like it just kind of was like an underlying factor didn't drive the story Mm -hmm. you know i think they try there's some people i'm sure that would say there's a lot of too many homages you know to the original you know some show-ups here like the state of marshmallow man and some stuff like that but i still once again i I thought it had some good parts i liked i did like the holtzman character as well like Mm -hmm. the engineer side of it like when she's building the equipment and stuff, and like, here's what we have. Well, that didn't fucking work. Let's try and fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just, I thought they did a fun job. It was a good, fun movie. Okay. So, so, without saying the movie, so without saying this movie is better than the original, I'm not, that's no. not the question I'm asking. Did you enjoy it more than the originals? I probably did, but I have not seen the originals in a long time. Right. And I'm I not love, saying that you're saying it's a no, better movie. I'm I just love Ghostbusters, you... too. Um, I think they're (laughs) outside of being being Ghostbusters because they are not related at all. I don't feel bad being like, I don't think they're comparable in some ways because they're not, but it was, it's just, there's some cute things about it. If you're a fan of the original, if you've never seen Ghostbusters, you can go watch this movie and enjoy it because all of the little things that a fan, a super fan is going to be like, Ah, no one could see me do that, could they? Right. No, no. This is this is radio. Ears, not eyes. <laughs> Which um, you guys will all appreciate when you finally see Ghostbusters. The whole ears, not eyes thing. Um, sorry, because that was really kind of funny. You didn't expect it, but it was funny. Um, which I'm not explaining. Anyways. <laughs> One of the things that Rodney so, and Adam kind of busted my balls for when they did when we did the hundred and fourth episode, the two year anniversary one over mm-hmm. there, is I kind of I was in the minority at first when I was like I don't care about the original Ghostbusters and them redoing this one at all. I, like I have no reason to like why not remake it? Like mm-hmm. why not? And Dan like and then I, an executive producer on it. And then I even I even brought up the point of like I don't really care for Ghostbusters one and two, and I really don't like Back to the Future at all mm-hmm. and that was like I kicked a puppy in that room and, and then and oh, then yeah, I made I'm my really, point I'm and really people freaked out about it and then the then everybody kind of like calmed down for a second you know yeah you know I guess it you know because people are like why do you gotta remake it why do you make it because they're gonna make a fuckload of money the studio's gonna make a fuckload of money that's why and guess what they've got new things to do they got new art you know graphics and shit like that let them do it you know who what? cares they're not shitting on your childhood like when they redid Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't give a shit Which, where I'm the turtles sorry. come from. I'm excited about the next one. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. I'm excited about the next one. It's go like, ahead. Just because you make something new and different doesn't, doesn't like, what's the word looking for? It doesn't diminish. Diminish, yeah. It, the yeah. the originals to me. It's like how awesome that mm-hmm. those existed and then somebody got, somebody remade something. Either we have awesome kids, which is entirely possible, or... Are you raising your hand or telling us it's time to move no, on? No, no, no. I just I, I want to go back to something that you oh. said, but it's okay. Oh no, go ahead. You can do that first, oh, no, and then well, I'll go into this. It's just, speaking of uh, of the Ninja Turtles, I got onto a how it should have ended rabbit hole. Oh god! And there's a how Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles should have ended. Uh-huh. Yeah. And oh my god, I was crying. It's so funny. Did you? I just saw today on Facebook that he she did the uh, apocalypse. Yes. I, I kind of. Did you watch uh, it yes. yet? Was it good? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love how it should have ended. It's, it's good one stuff. of the best. It's one of the best YouTube channels that is out there, in my opinion. I think these homages are awesome for the next generation. So, for example, yeah. our kids either they're awesome, like I was trying to say, they're awesome, or 
other kids are doing it too, which is they went out and saw Ghostbusters. Now Ghostbusters is on TV. Now they're watching Ghostbusters. Yeah, they've they both sat and watched Ghostbusters one and two ever since wanting to see right. the other one. And there's another like weird old show called uh, like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Extreme. Extreme, which is it has to be from the nineties. Oh, so bad, <laughs> so, so bad. But they're sitting there watching it. The main character is a redhead in a wheelchair. It's like Wheeler got fat and became a Ghostbuster. Yeah. It's very fucked up. And then on top of it, but he's like. Extreme. He's yeah. <laughs> like even Mara would like kind of tried to skip forward in the in the in the versus Mars like no we're watching the next episode back <laughs> like god damn it I was trying to swear too much and all I kind of jump in real quick as yeah. I tend to do but speaking of 1990s cartoons did you see what MTV said today yeah they're gonna devote a, they're gonna have a new channel devoted to like all of their 90s shows do you know how excited I am about that <laughs> I would imagine very I'm gonna oh sit my around god. and watch Daria and Beavis and Butthead for days I'm gonna watch Beavis and Butthead and Singled Out I'm oh, gonna watch sing- um, Singled Out's gonna be on there too I think Beavis and Butthead Do America is on Netflix right now yes oh. and I, that's, that's one of those movies that I will watch every now and again just because I love the whole roller coaster of love scene. Yeah. <laughs> go to that, I no, know. I just like the guy from fucking Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other uh, thing that uh, the kids have actually gotten into lately that's new is old is Trolls comes out this year. Uh, and in the trailer or something on the internet, probably in YouTube Kids somewhere, is the sound of silence. And when we first started playing the Disturbed version of Sound of Silence in the car, Connor's like, can you turn this shit off, right? <laughs> well, now... Well, not literally. He didn't literally say that. He, then, was, he was like, I don't like is this. Is that why he's got a broken nose now? <laughs> well, now, though, he, they come in and they go... Uh, now, now they're in the car and they're like, we need to put on Sound of Silence. And then I put on the Disturbed version and they go... Can you put on that original one again? So then I went go and put on the Simon and Garfunkel one and went to skip it to a song. Cecilia came out and Mara's like, no, this one. So it's cool that, you know, yeah. Trolls is coming out. They have just a clip of a song, which, exp- you know what I'm saying? These things, yeah. like, they're able to expand their... Yeah. Their little, brain little power. Malleable brains. Yeah. And, and I love that they like the classic stuff, too. Like, we watched, I made them watch The Princess Bride the other day. And then I blew Connor's mind by telling him that uh, Nigo Montoya was also Huxley from Elmo and Grouchland. He was like, what? Because <laughs> he pulled out, um, there was, oh, Vincini, Wallace Shawn, is the voice of something. Oh, the, the, the boss in Incredibles. We're watching, he goes, uh-huh. yeah. that guy does the voice of the boss in Incredibles. And yeah. I was like. He's also Rex. I'm like, yeah, he is. I was like, high five, bro. Yeah. Like, he probably hasn't watched Incredibles in at least six months. I was yeah. just impressed. So, awesome. The kids are cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking of Incredibles, Paul Hogan was once in a Peter Benchley made-for-TV film called The Creature, or Creature, and I happened to find it on Blu-ray. As oh, is that the one you were telling me you got? Yes, I did. <laughs> Because I don't know why. Ever since we talked about rebooting Jaws, I was like on this old timey sea, <laughs> sea monster kick, like sci-fi before sci-fi was sci-fi. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> like the like Lear. I was watching that, and I, that holds up pretty good. Does uh, it? I've never yeah. seen it. What's her name from Sex and the City? Isn't it uh, Kim Cattrall? Yeah, nice. And uh, it's pretty good. Like early nineties Kim Cattrall, or yeah, yeah, so good Kim Cattrall. Uh huh. And it's just the only weird thing is, is that you know because it was made for TV, it's it's in two parts, oh. and I'm like, really? There's no option on the fucking Blu-ray just to play them both. That's it's like you got to choose shitty. part. You got to choose night one, and then you got it play, and then it goes back. And oh my uh, like, god! Really? Come on, we don't have the technology on, to fucking splice this together. It's That's not bullshit. that big of a deal. But uh, that was uh, you know a fun fun jaunt with a shark human hybrid monster because <laughs> sure why not because fuck you that's because right. science <laughs> science bad guy science so what do you want to go to next Steve all right well Comic Con just wrapped up yes and as always there's a lot of sneak peeks and news and trailer drops that uh, happen around this time. So if you, you can't get much more white and nerdy than going to a place with a bunch of other nerdy people and dressing up in costume. Absolutely, man. So some of the news that came out of the Marvel camp was we officially have our Ms. Marvel. Yep. What do you uh, feel Cap- about Captain Marvel, I'm sorry. Yep. Captain Marvel. Uh, well, you know, we, we talked about this 
this is probably the third time we're having the conversation. Yeah, well, now this it's is, official, so yeah. I think we can. I mean, we can probably just brush on it real quick. Yep. But so we we you guys were excited for uh, Ronda Rousey to to take on the mantle of it back before she got uh, knocked the fuck out and apparently <laughs> quit life. <laughs> I w- I still like. I still want, uh, um, come on, Katniss. Um, oh, oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I bet she'll never give up that X-Men money. No. <laughs> why would she? I wouldn't. But, like, anyway, sorry. Like, that's why I always wanted. I, I'm okay with Brie Larson. I think she has some good acting chops. I've, I, there isn't a movie I've seen her in that I'm like, oh, I don't like you. Was she in... The way, the, who the was way. in 10 Cloverfield Lane? Not that's uh, the, the now that you the chick Ramona from yeah yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, they look very similar in some ways now I can't from Zach Pilgrim I know who you're talking about Scott Pilgrim whatever what I say <laughs> Zach, Zach Pilgrim hey you know it's been a really long goddamn week so suck <laughs> it. I don't know like the Brie Larson thing I, I think Adam kind of said and like well he he kind of backed it a little bit better he's like I hope she does really good blah blah I'm like I'm okay with it. I think that's kind of where we kind of landed on it. It's like, I don't see any reason not to. And what they did with Chris Evans as Captain America, and I'm not saying, like, turn him to a jacked, like, big... Mm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they took a guy that was in not another teen movie and played a fucking <laughs> Riri in, as Johnny Storm and oh, God. turned him into Captain America. Mm-hmm. So if you can take that, like that mold, I mean, all they all Marvel needs is somebody that looks like the character, and they can yeah. make the rest of it happen. Okay. Yep. So that's, I kind of go. That's a great way eh. to put it. And, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, for the record, there, uh, yeah. Markel. So yeah. <laughs> oh, he doesn't listen to our show. Oh, he better. <laughs> <laughs> he does now. <laughs> it's all good. No, I have, I have no problem with it whatsoever. I'm interested to see. I, I, the thing that I kind of like it like about it more than anything is the fact that they're doing a Captain Marvel movie because for the whole Infinity War thing to kind of play out, you need people on Earth that can fight like that. To yeah. fight that big... I mean, Captain Marvel is your person you have that goes and fights Thanos and shit. I mean, mm-hmm. you need that person to do it. Yeah. What do you think about... Did you see that panel that uh, Nick put in about the Hawkeye and yes, Hulk I thing? Did. I mean, spoiler alert, but <laughs> Hawkeye killed the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, you know, but Hawkeye like, you know, fucking awesome. That's what you I know. Mean. He like movie killed. I mean, he yeah, comic book killed yeah, the Hulk. He I'm shot sure. him in the face with an arrow. Heart was still bruised. Oh, was it? I yeah. thought he took one in the face. Got him right through the chest. Oh. Well, yeah, it happens. But I'm sure you know. After the initial shock wears off, he'll come back to life somehow because comic books. And you see that they killed Rhodey for Civil War too. Um, I had somebody had mentioned that because I knew there was a new Iron Patriot coming out for um, some other super team that they're putting together. Yeah, and I don't know anything beyond that. But the last time I saw War Machine, he was a paraplegic that Tony had built some kind of crazy armor for that absorbed other machines, and I was like, the fuck is going on <laughs> hashtag marvel yeah and then i think uh i think norman osborne gave him a normal body again somehow i don't know it's been hashtag marvel <laughs> it's been a minute but uh it's no it's like so that was their driving you remember like the whole driving force in the uh original civil war was the blowing up of the school and all that yep. well this comic book series civil war was uh Rhodey being killed Ooh. and it was uh captain marvel's but they fault can't so do that Sorry. I love you, Summer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so that's what's causing the rift between the Avengers now is with Tony and Captain Marvel. Oh. Is where that line's being cro- being drawn right now. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm going to probably wait a little bit to pick them up, but I think I'm going to get them digitally mm-hmm. and read through them because I'm kind of interested to see where they go with it because yeah. I think it's going to give us some information into, not exact storyline-wise, but kind of some insight into the characters are going to try and play out in the next phases of the movies gotcha you know not not storyline wise but you know character traits and things sure. i would so with and now with brie larson being in the captain marvel movie being like locked down i kind of mm-hmm. want to see more of her character to see what i formulate you know put in my head what it should be all right so what uh what trailers did you see from comic-con that you liked uh i know um wonder woman was a big deal yeah that got uh, thought, a lot of good reviews i thought that looks entertaining if a little familiar. 
what, like a World War II movie? Yeah. With a superhero? Maybe. I, I, <laughs> I feel like you've read way too many articles on it, because that's what everyone was saying, and after I watched the trailer, I did not get any sort of Captain America throwback feelings Hashtag at all. girl power. I just didn't. Because that was the thing everyone was saying, like, oh, it's Captain America. Watch the trailer. I did not have any, like... Well, I'm not saying that the trailer made me nostalgic for Captain America, but I see a superhero in red, white, and blue with a shield fighting Nazis. Well, that's kind of where it started. So, I'm not saying it's good, bad, or indifferent, but that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, She looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, she does. Absolutely. She looks... Her name Gal Gadot, is that? Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. yeah. Gal Gadot, yum, yum. She's fucking gorgeous. <laughs> so, like the spiritual successor to Xena right there. Absolutely. Yeah, if you, have, if you ever got a boner for Xena, this is your new girl. That's for shizzle. So much fan fiction. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> That's another thing I saw. Um, <laughs> Why did we get here? How did we get here? No, because uh, <laughs> speaking of Xena, there's going to be a, a crossover between her and uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Is there really? Yes, really? apparently he's going to get into her timeline somehow. And Well, she's the main... Well, you saw that she's... Have you watched Ash vs. Evil Dead no. yet? She's the she's the main character, main bad character in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, I Not Xena, but, but um, Lucy Lawless. Lawless. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. That's probably where it stems from. Then. Yeah. She was crazy. also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for an episode and got killed. Yeah, she was. Well, you know. Oh, and... Apparently, Ghost Rider is going to be an agent of Shield now. I, yeah, I, saw, I saw that. that. Um, huh? So, so yeah, did, Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield. I, um, I don't know how that's going to. Why? I don't know. I mean, I thought they brought in the Inhuman Hellfire at in season three. So I guess I'm going to have to watch seasons two and three now. Yeah, they said that. I also saw that they're going to bring in all of the Inhumans over a period of time. Yeah, which was always, I guess, their intention. Right, but... Agents of Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Or Inhumans of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I like that. I like Ooh, that. That looks fun. So, we'll see. Um, I I love me some Ghost Rider in the comic books. Not, <laughs> not a fan of the Nicolas Cage portrayal of Ghost Rider? I do, I do have the first one. I never saw Spirits of Vengeance. Spirits of Vengeance was better than Connor the first loves one. That Actually, movie. Spirits of Vengeance I liked because that, that, movie. that was more of a Ghost Rider comic book. That's like, so you don't dick around with, oh, do I get the power? He's like, just embraced it at this point. He's like, all right, here we go. So you kind of, like, you know how you I'm hate fine. you hate origin stories? Uh-huh. They kind of go, like, Clips in the beginning of the like credits origin story go. Awesome. Is it a great movie? No, it's not. But I think after a few days ago when you were over here, we were playing War Machine with Nick. Yeah. I think you everybody agreed that Drive Angry should have been Ghost Rider. Yes, <laughs> just set his head on fire. There you go. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen it, Drive Angry is, is that's one of the best bad movies ever. It really is very good. Yes. Yeah, so what else? What else did you think was very good that you saw recently, Jared? What else I think was very good that I saw recently? Oh crap! You're, you're leading me into an answer. I don't know what answer I should be answering. Uh, it involves a donut and a GTO. Oh yeah, Sex Drive. I never saw Sex Drive before. <laughs> that show was awesome. That was the greatest movie. That was like Road Trip meets. Uh, it was Road Trip meets like Euro Trip. It was a blast. It yeah, was it was I've, a lot of fun. I've, I've always uh, Seth Green's in it. I've always thought highly of that movie. I can't believe I hadn't seen that movie. I can't either. And you know when you were saying you know Seth Green's is you asked me if Seth Green was me as an Amish person. And <laughs> I think you just didn't realize how often I quoted that movie because you had never seen right. it. Right? Yeah. Jeez, man, that was a good ass movie. So yeah, ringing endorsement for uh, for Sex Drive. Absolutely. Well, I think this moves us right into the. Uh, sports segment of our show unless there's anything else you want to talk about on uh trailers not as far as anything that blew your mind i mean did you watch a new doctor strange one i saw the doctor strange one i thought that's good it's a little inceptiony but uh because i'm I'm still on my trailer kick to where i don't want to watch them anymore oh i got you so like that like but i'm not against them i just don't seek them out you know what i mean so like because I'm kind of tired of, like we talked about before, I'm kind of tired of seeing all, of, not all of the movie, but big parts of movies. And I'm sure. still confused by um, uh, Assassin's Creed and Michael Fassbender. Oh. 
Don't I'm throw just, anybody else off. No. Like, they're like, I'm in. Really? I mean, I'm in for it. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it's weird that it's Michael Fassbender. He's just a good actor. He poured, I mean, he looks like the character. Oh, totally. A bit. Yeah. It was either him or Aaron Eckhart, and well, I went with him. At least they didn't go with Sean Bean. <laughs> but then he First five minutes of the movie. Dead. <laughs> what happened? Decapitated. Oh, God. Shot by Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, the only other stuff that I saw uh, drop from Comic-Con is all the trailers for the... Uh, uh, for DC's ongoing parade of superhero shows, uh, so all of their seasons got renewed. Uh, I'm kind of excited. Like, I haven't watched The Flash, but I'm kind of excited for for, for season three with them doing Flashpoint. Yeah, I didn't finish season two yet, so I I'm not even going to bother. With I want to look into it, but um, I'm jumping right into three. Yeah, it might be. It might be okay. Um, I'm Aaron, done with Green Arrow. I'm I, done. Uh, it looked like it was getting back on track for a minute, so uh, might maybe. be. Uh, we'll see. You know, it's still it still pulls in the highest ratings, so Yeah. It's got Pretty Boy in it. We'll see. He is pretty. Casey Jones. Yup. God, I wanna see that. I wanna see Turtles <laughs> Turtles too so bad. I wanna see Rocksteady and Bebop so bad. Yeah, it's well, I don't know if it's in theaters anymore. It might be coming out on oh, no. Blu ray I'm gonna be seeing that in Warcraft on Blu ray. Did Blu-ray it come out? I didn't think it actually made it out yet, did it? What I don't What's know. That? Ninja Turtles? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's out and gone, huh? Yeah. Really? I totally missed it. I'm really, I, yeah. I, I was like, I, yeah, I missed it. Because yeah, when you brought it up earlier, I was like, it's already out. Like, I thought it was out, but then I was like, did I, I just, I want to say, we also completely missed Independence. We didn't miss it. I conscientiously, believe it or not, chose to not see it. Okay. Claire offered me on two occasions to go see the movie. Once with her, once with, hey, I'll watch the kids do you and see when I go see it. I'm like, I really don't want to, like, after how excited I was, after how excited I was to see it, I'm like, I'm going to rent this one. <laughs> when they wouldn't even screen it before it opened. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man. Because, like, the more and more I looked at it, the more I thought, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm absolutely gonna watch sure. it. But I just, I was like, man, because like we would, because you know how we roll. We would want to I pick yeah. and done that. I'm like, ah. yeah, I got you. I did. I did enjoy all the uh, Russell Case memes on the Fourth of July. Yeah, <laughs> those were good. Yeah. Did you see any of the Dirty previews? <laughs> Dirty did you see any previews for the new Suicide Squad? Yeah, previews like the Harley Quinn preview and the yeah, Joker preview. And, and That's why I've been kind of avoiding them. Every, I'm like, everything I'm so that I see about Suicide Squad makes me want to see it less and less. Yeah, I don't see. I I really want to see it. I, like I, I'm kind of really looking forward to that movie, and, uh, which is why I think I'm trying because like Batman versus Superman, I was stoked about, mm-hmm. and then I saw the previews, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so now I think I'm just gonna go hands off, and like I even saw this article to where the director talked about the whole Jason Todd thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't read that either. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I just want to watch a fucking movie. Yeah. I don't need it analyzed before I see it. Right. I just want to see it. And, um... I lost whatever I was You see that they're going to put other characters from the Justice League in it, too? Yeah. That are making cameos or yeah. whatever? Yeah. That's... They have to. That's how they're going to make their money money. Yeah. We'll try to make that Marvel uh, money. I did, uh... I did see, uh... You know, Mark Hamill was on a Star Wars panel at Comic-Con... And uh, a fan asked him about Killing Joke, and he did a quick uh, reading from it. So that looked like it was pretty awesome. Yeah, Nick said that he saw Killing Joke, and it didn't live up to the... Uh... Did you see it? I, I saw Nick's comments. I have not seen the movie yet. Yeah, he, like his comments. Said, like He said it was meh. It was okay. It seemed like they tried to fluff it up for for Batgirl stuff a little bit in the beginning, and then jumped like in the last 30 minutes of the movie was... The, the comic. So I want to see it because I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, which is which would be surprising. DC usually does a really good job with their. Yeah, movie. I'm interested to see what it what it actually is. Not that I don't believe Nick's opinion. I'm just curious as to see. To, to I see don't how it do plays. better, Nick. <laughs> Cops are bad. <laughs> Nick. Cops are mean. <laughs> Shoot people all the time. <laughs> Stem, stemming from this one incident when I was 16 in a bar. <laughs> Cops. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> also running is stupid yep so uh, TWTW man so today the White Sox got their second loss to the Chicago Cubs yep but we still keep the cup the 
Woo! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Things on the don't give a shit meter. We're going to try and fill it with the tears of the fans. It's so fucking awful, man. It's like... I just, I don't know. It, the more and more I watch the White Sox right now, I'm just like, I pray and pray and pray for them to lose because I don't trust Rick Hahn yeah. to sell. And yeah, I mean, fuck, we need to sell. And it's you know it's the same problem we had last year where they went on that winning streak right yeah. before the All Star break, and then oh, oh, we can contend. Yeah, I I was so afraid of them sweeping the Cubs right now because they'd be like, oh, we just swept the best team in baseball. We got a legit chance yeah, at this. We're going to keep James Shields and Beer. I'm like, no. Actually, James Shields was impressive. Yeah, and they need to this. trade him <laughs> now. We just got him. Get rid of him. Say <laughs> trade him. Jose Quintana, Chris Sale, Todd. Fr- Frazier, Count Laurie, <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> uh, so your your uh, recommendation is... is Tear it down. Wave the white flag, huh? Uh, yep. The only player I would keep at this point, because you're probably not going to get much for him anyway because of the way he's playing right now, is Jose Abreu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Uh, <sighs> Tim Anderson stays. I wouldn't trade him. I'd trade Malky. Todd Frazier, I'd trade fucking everybody else, but I keep you, Tim Anderson. You wouldn't trade him? Okay, so let's let's clarify our parameters here. Okay. So is anybody off limits? Oh god, no. Okay. No, everybody's on the table. Like I would just look to not trade if I could avoid it. Okay. Unless something was just ridiculously, you know, well in my favor, then I would trade the player. But I think Tim Anderson, if you're trying to go young, there's nothing wrong with keeping Tim Anderson, the pitcher that just came up, um, and that's about it. I mean, Tyler Saladino, he might be a nice utility player to have. Um, GB, JB Shuck, I mean, everybody can go, really. I mean, Melky Cabrera can go. I like Todd Frazier and I like Count Laurie. I really, I really do like those two players. I think they play great, great positions and they bat well enough and all that. And they're fun to watch and play and I like them as people. But I would rather have prospects at this point. I mean... We are fourth into the division behind two bad teams. Yeah. And behind one really good team. And we're like eighth in the wild card. <laughs> By Basically, we, we're the smartest kid on the short bus. Kind of. <laughs> Maybe just the tallest. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I would like to see them just trade it all. And honestly, it's going to sound, people are going to castrate me for this. I want them to trade Chris Sale to the Cubs. You'll get the most value, I believe, out of that farm system because because that's how much I like the way that Theo and Jed Hoyer run their organization. Despite I just, the fact that they just released their top prospects to get their closer, they released one top prospect, their shortstop, which you don't need because you have one. So you can dig into that farm system a little bit, and you can get one. Of, you can get one of their players right. You can get Javi Baez for Chris Sale. You can get Javi Baez, a prospect, and a few other pitching prospects, probably. For Chris Hill. And then that's when baseball just walks over and hands the Cubs the World Series and Theo Epstein goes down as the greatest GM in history. After breaking a Red Sox streak and a Cubs streak. And it's a, and it's an all good for Chicago thing, man. It's all good for everybody. That's my opinion of it. That's how I feel. And that's why I'm not a GM of a team. I would get fired immediately. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You want to trade our best player to our Crosstown rival? Yes. We see them four to six games a year. Yes. Put them in the National League. That's the one team you fucking... That's the one thing you do is if you're going to trade your best pitching people, best pitching talent or any of your talent, you trade them to the other league. You don't trade them to the American League. You trade them away. They're like, oh, Texas Rangers are interested in Chris Sale. That's great. Fuck off. I'm not facing you 12 times a year. Suck a dick. Unless it's a really good prospect, then you can have him. And I love Chris Sale. I love Chris Sale. Not necessarily as a person, but as a player, I think he's awesome. And I love Jose Quintana. He gets the short end of the stick a lot. But I'd rather see this team do something. And that, like, the only thing that makes me think that they actually will sell at this deadline is the way that Reinsdorf let the Bulls do what they did and blow up the Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler thing and start fresh. By fresh, I mean bringing in like a forty-five-year-old shooting guard <laughs> with two bad knees. But it's different. Like they're trying something different. They know that with LeBron in the East and with the way the Golden State's doing their thing in the West, 
there's not going to be much of a chance of a championship. So let's not. So let's at least stack our team up to where it'll be fun to watch. And if somebody in the East gets hurt, like if LeBron gets hurt or the players on that team get hurt, we have a chance at actually going to the conference finals. I think that the team is better today than it was a year ago today, the Bulls. Okay. And given the fact that those are two Reinsdorf teams, I could see them find like I could see him finally pulling the like clamps off and letting them do something crazy. So that's my thought process on the whole baseball thing that I'm gleaning from basketball. Okay. I mean, what about you? What do you what would you like to see the Sox do at the, at the I deadline? Want, I, I want them to pick a direction. That's really what I want too. Like, you know, I, I I have respected Kenny Williams for years for his mentality of he always wants to be competitive. Mm-hmm. You want to go for it? Fine, go for it. You want to build for the future? Build for the future. But don't say you're going to go for it and then put a mediocre team on the field so that you can have kind of a good run and then shit the bed. Go for it or don't. And if you don't go for it, Say so, so you don't piss your fans off. Don't be like, oh, we think that this is going to be you know great for us this season and we're going to go hard at our division rivals and right. stuff like that when you're really just blowing smoke out of your ass. I was listening to the radio the other day, and before yesterday's game, so when the Sox were on their winning streak, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, and that's another thing. Don't talk up fucking walk-off wins when your bullpen blows your lead exactly. to get you in a walk-off situation. Right. Hooray, you won. I'm, I'm all for winning. I love walk-offs. But when you blow a four-run lead and then need to walk off, that's not okay. No. A win's a win, but that's an ugly win. That's winning ugly. So the White Sox... Were in eight. They had an eight percent chance of making the playoffs when they went on their four-game winning streak. That doesn't even count the last two losses. So if you're going to go for it as the White Sox GM and president, you're saying I'm buying into the chance that we have as of this point less than an eight percent chance of making the playoffs. Yes. I, oh, I was not speaking necessarily this year. No, I know, but what, I, what I'm saying is, like, I, I, I also want them to pick a direction. If they want right. to, if they go, we're going to go for it. The thing that I don't want to have happen is what happened last year where they did nothing. Yeah. They had opportunity to dish off players where they could have gotten some good prospects back that could have been helping this team right now. Yep. I mean, you could have moved Jose Abreu last year for a major league ready talent and a prospect. And you could have that major league ready talent playing right now with a prospect coming up right now on this team instead of Jose Abreu, who can't hit a home run. Yeah, I think. Uh, right? I think Todd Frazier's lapped him twice already. Yes, he has. Uh, Jose Abreu has like 13 home runs. It's yeah. disgusting. And I love Jose. So I just want to see this team do something this year, whether it is them saying, we're not. Trading anybody because we're going to do this, and this is our plan for next year, and we understand we're not going to do anything this year. I want them to like admit it and go, just yeah. just communicate, talk to me. Don't just go eh, and just run off. Yeah, just talk to me. I'm a fan. I come to the, I go to the games. I pay my money. I love going. I will go to that stadium. Honestly, regardless of the product they put on the field, I love going there. Yeah, and that's my fault too. And I understand that I'm part of that problem. That if I'm not going to stop giving them my money, they're going to continue to do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> But I love the team, and I love the stadium. I have a lot of fun with my friends and family going there. So just tell me what's going on. That, that, just give me something. Yeah. That's all I want. You know? Just talk to yeah. me, man. You know, and, and you, don't have to, you don't have to be the Red Sox or the Yankees to, to do it. We did it once before by being smart. Right. And you, know, know, you know that pitching and defense wins games. We've got the best defensive right fielder in baseball this season. Yeah, you know we've got a competent outfield. We have a great infield. Right. It's just it's not all clicking. Right. And if you don't have a way to make it click, cool. But you know, I, I know how we can make it click. Do we need Do we need to get you know Ken Griffey Jr. out of retirement and sign him again? No. Oh. No, we need to fire Robin Ventura, who does not know how to manage a fucking game. Yeah. He is awful. I love him as a player. I love him as a White Sox. I hate him as a manager. Yeah. He's awful. Yeah. 
and that's like you know that's hard to that's hard to say about you know like literally my boyhood hero right and it's just I keep I keep telling people he was never trained to be a manager but at the same time it's just like I thought this was supposed to be an interim thing like, yeah it's like we're gonna have Robin Ventura be our coach until we can find somebody but you're not even looking. That's like literally the whole Simpsons thing. Let's watch them hit dingers. Don't pay attention to what we're doing. Here's Robin Ventura. <laughs> you know? I mean, I would rather have Ricky Renteria managing this team right now. Yeah. And he would do a much better job. And that's the thing. You know, Robin, Robin would probably be a great hitting coach, great bench coach, great third base coach. He's just not your head guy because he's too much you know, pat you on the shoulder, go get him next time. Yeah. I'm actually surprised they had the balls to suspend Chris Sale. Me too. So, you know, props for, for taking a stand with your ace mm-hmm. on the fandom's biggest week. Right. But, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it takes some balls, I'll give them that, you know, but it, at the same time, that should never have happened because the manager should have been able to calm that son of a bitch down. Yeah. That just shows to me that the it's an indication that he doesn't have much weight in the locker room. Yeah, you think the inmates are running the asylum? Not quite that, because baseball I don't think really goes that way. Mm-hmm. I think you see that a lot in basketball and okay. and football. I Not so much in football because there's just so many guys. But like in basketball, I think you see that because you got a smaller group of guys. Sure. Um, and you also have like the superstars. The Sox have always prided themselves on being a team without superstars, right? So we don't have any personalities that I guess would run away with it, right? So remember that one douchebag from earlier this year that thought his kid should be in the locker. <laughs> oh yeah, he gone. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite article ever um, after that was like the reason that he, in his off season he's you know saving um, child prostitutes in the Philippines. Yes. Um, so, saw, so therefore, we should forgive him. Major, major, uh, major props to to Luke. Uh, I saw on our friend Jimmy's web page, um, they were talking about the state of the White Sox, and you yeah. know, Roy and Chris Sale got suspended. And you know, there's people going back and forth, and then here comes Luke, like four or five comments, and Drake LaRoche would never have let this happen. Yeah. <laughs> Luke had a good couple ones in there, and actually, he just brought up um, the comment that he made about about. Uh, <laughs> but your girlfriend is. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so good job, Luca. Again, you win the internet. You know, for someone who I don't always agree with on stances and things like that, I will always listen to Luke because I feel like he at least will listen to. You know, like he's not might not change his mind, but I think he he tends to listen to people better than other. Well, people. Luke will Luke will intelligently argue anybody, there, and he will do it intelligently. Luke will not. Yell back and forth with you, you and if you win, he'll just tell you to fuck off. Uh, My my favorite argument (laughs) of the day was that um, Michelle Obama's actually a dude, like legitimately, (laughs) like someone was posting it as a response to something that that he that Michelle Obama is legitimately a dude, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Okay, no. This is our argument, people. <laughs> Vote libertarian. It's just yes. apparently all over the internet today, which is like all of a sudden. I think it's going to be like okay. one thing that I'm actually enjoying about this election now. I know we don't talk politics, but getting to the fact that this is a fucking presidential election, I think we're going to have talking politics a little bit on this thing. But now I'm not getting into the nitty gritty of the politics, right? <laughs> but I think that you're actually going to see a third party vote as the highest, highest third party vote ever. I don't think he's going to win. But I vote libertarian every election. For for governor, like president, I voted libertarian. Okay? I vote libertarian for my local. I pretty much go libertarian if there's a libertarian candidate. Um with this one, I think it's gonna be crazy. I think you're gonna go like back to Ross Perot type days of somebody getting a, a that legit large third candidate. Yeah. Of a, I think it's awesome if we have a legit third candidate because you want to know why I don't want to vote for the other two fuckers. Yeah, there's only one meme that I've seen regarding the presidential election online that I've really that I really kind of dig. Besides the Dolores Umbridge one, which is my no, it's 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 just like I've seen it in a couple different formats, like Bart sitting there writing it on the board and stuff. Like two party system is ruining America. It it really is. Yeah, politics is all over the internet. 
But you know what else is all over the internet? What's that, Steve? Pokemon! Ow, Team Pokemon! Ah! <laughs> yes, the, the video game that's sweeping the nation. <laughs> Most of it. My favorite part about it is how Nintendo's stock took off, and then it crashed once they said, uh, guys... We don't actually own We don't own this. this. <laughs> we own 33%. Yeah, but it's that. not their game. Yeah, it's like 33 or I, I don't understand why anybody that has a game that sees Niantic on the front of it thinks that means Nintendo. Well, or that you sign in with your Google account. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So we're going to talk about the Pokemon Go, Steve. How many have you caught? Did uh, you catch them all? I don't play Pokemon Go. <laughs> You're a liar. I am not a liar. Fuck you. Because <laughs> you two play. Maybe. You're welcome. <laughs> Although it's fun. My my yes. services as bodyguard slash escort are available for. I loved your post feet. on that. The sad part was when I first started playing, I considered that for like a few minutes when I was at beat ups. I was like sitting there having a beer, and I'm like, I can so sit in the back of this car, and I could be getting fucking chauffeured around right now, drunk playing Pokemon Go, <laughs> and nobody could yell at me. And I was like, No, don't do that. <laughs> But it would be so much fun. Oh my god, man. This is true. So what do you think about the game, Claire? I like it. I just checked mine. What's your, um, what do you like about it the most? Um, It's another, like, I don't have to think game. Yep. I like I don't have to think games. I just like, you know, I like the whole interacting with the real world type thing. Not that, uh, like, I have not gone out and walked around to different parks and stuff doing it. I would totally do that. I just haven't had time to do it, really. Um, I would totally do that, but I like the fact that, you know, it, it's a game that interacts directly with your world, and with it being a top-down view on it, I feel like I'm playing an RPG yeah. in my world, in real life, and that's kind of the feeling that they uh, went for on it, so I, yeah, I think they had the mark on that, and it's kind of a lot of fun, and I, yeah, I worked at Babbage's when Pokemon Red and Blue first came out with Shane. And uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Like, those games were actually a lo- really a blast when uh, when they came out on the Game Boy Color. It was just a really fun game, so I got a, kind of a nostalgia for it. I mean, at the time, I was a little bit old to be playing the game. I was, you know, 16 or 17 at the time. But it was a lot of fun. And, you know, you see a lot of kids nowadays that were, like, 7, 8, or 9 when it first came out. They're like, oh, my God, it's my childhood. So I could... Like, as much fun as I'm having with it and thinking how nifty it is, those those kids got to be like, kids shit, they're fucking way adults now. <laughs> Have to be like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> so I, I think it's pretty pretty nifty. And I like the fact that it's getting other people that usually wouldn't go outside outside. You know, I think that's a positive thing. The light. <laughs> it burns. It burns as us. <laughs> Freezes. <laughs> uh, do the kids play? Uh, no, because you have to have a uh, you have to have a GPS signal, so you have to have a phone. You can't play it on the uh, tablets unless it's, your tablet has 3G. Like my my iPad has 3G, so they can play it on this. Okay, but uh, no, but like we let them play on ours. Like if we're out doing stuff, we we'll let them catch. I let Connor um, handle mine when we go to the grocery store. So like when we're uh, like kind of like I let Connor light, level up my character in Titanfall. <laughs> she lets him level it up in Pokemon Go. I see. Uh, I did catch a bunch of the uh, Bolingbroke golf course this week. <laughs> oh, I bet you did, man. Apparently, nobody there is playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> yes, uh, work uh, apparently is a Pokestop because people drive through our parking lot and stop like right at our front door, and <laughs> they're on their phones doing something, and then they drive away. Sounds like a Pokestop to me. But it's a very bad place for a Pokestop because it's literally on a corner around a blind turn. So somebody's going to get tagged. It's <laughs> not going to be there. <laughs> so, but if they don't hire me, I can't interfere. So, yeah, Fair enough, fair enough. It should ain't free. Got to pay for my services. Totes. I'm a transporter. A Pokemon uh, transporter. Yeah, uh, I don't know if Jacob plays, but Zach does. You know, oh, does he? I saw him the other day when they... Uh, is he playing on his parents' phone, or does he have his own phone? He, no, he plays on Erica's phone. Okay. Because, uh, no, they don't have their own phones yet. I keep um, trying to talk the kids How old are the boys again? Uh, ten and eight. Okay, so we're, not, like, so we're not bad parents by not getting our kids' phones. I'm kind of pushing no. off the phone thing for a while. I, I'm thinking, like, high school. And even... even in, or even, if they're doing extracurriculars. Yeah, even being part of the industry, um, I, I, I don't see a point for them. Like, they've, they've even asked me, Uncle oh, Steven, when are you going to get us phones? You work at the phone store. No. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that your answer's just no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, just, you don't 
they don't need a phone for anything, but, you know, Zach comes up to me, you know, yeah, I'm the Pokemon I caught, and I'm like, eh. And Mara keeps trying to tell me that so she can call her friends, and I'm like, what friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hashtag cold blood mom. <laughs> we got, no, we got into a loop, a Mara loop the other day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who are you going to talk to? Daddy can, da- Daddy can call me. I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, that's what it was. She told me she already had a phone. Oh. I'm like, well, who do you talk to on it? My friends. None of them have a phone. Daddy. Daddy calls you on your phone? Yes. On the phone he doesn't know you have. How does he call you on the phone you don't have? I talk to him. I'm like, I understand him. You told me it was a secret phone that nobody knows about. (laughs) You're talking to him on the phone. He knows about it. I got it for like two years ago. (laughs) Luke. For like 15 minutes. Well, do you call him? No, he calls me. So he has to have your phone number, so therefore he knows you have a phone. No, he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Again, arguing with a six-year-old. Stood by her convictions, damn it. She's going to be a handful when she gets older. What do you mean when she gets older? (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Luckily, the the boys are still content with Nerf guns. That's good. Every once in a while, I'll find a, coll- a little collection on eBay, and it's just like, oh my god, it's great. Like, I have a bunch of glow-in-the-dark ones for their week at the lake, so that Nice. Was, That's awesome. That was hilarious. So, no, no phones for them. <laughs> no phones for you. But, yeah, Zach kept trying to tell me about all his Pokemon, and I was just like, love you. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> so, do you want to go to the uh, Florida story of the week? Oh, man, I hope it's a good one. It's been a minute since we've had a Florida story. You've had you've had a lot of. It's been a minute this this episode. It's my new catchphrase. I like it. I like it. We can we can roll with that, man. So this is the hashtag Florida story of the week. Steve, get your pipe. Yes. Get your hat. Yes. Your diplomas of murderology and murderonomy. Yes. You might need them today. Oh man. So this article comes out of Daytona Beach because you know Florida. <laughs> why not? <laughs> So, Steve, let's say that you're let's say that you're a man from out of town in Florida. You're a Kentucky man oh, from out of town in Daytona Beach oh, in God. Florida. <laughs> and, Steve, you're walking around with your girl in Florida in Daytona Beach, minding her own business. And some crazy asshole runs up to you and says that you yelled at somebody or whatever and commented on his girl's body that you commented on his girl's body. You're, you get into a, into a verbal altercation with this Florida man. But I'm from Kentucky? But you're from that Kentucky. Okay. Talking to a Florida man. Steve, what <laughs> happens to you? Um, do I get eaten by an alligator? That's <laughs> <laughs> always a good option. No, you were not. Okay. Um, at least not this time. <laughs> Florida, it's hot. I'm from Kentucky. This guy is from Florida. Am I injured in some? Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. And the guy was drunk. Ah, did I get a whiskey bottle smashed over my head? Ooh, you did not. You did not. Okay. Close though. There was a weapon involved. Oh Jesus. Um. Did I get stabbed with a You board? got stabbed, Steve. <laughs> you were stabbed on Daytona Beach on the street by a crazy guy. Oh. That's not the Florida story part of this. Oh, Jesus. It gets worse. It gets better. Oh, God. Steve. <laughs> you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. What did you do immediately after being stabbed? After the cops calmed the situation down, what did you do immediately after being stabbed? While you're on vacation in Daytona Beach, Florida, with got, your girlfriend, got drunk. Nope. Stab someone else. <laughs> no. Oh God, that would have been perfect. Though. Oh my God, that would have been great. Um, Best Florida story ever. Got high. Nope. Steve, you proposed to your girlfriend <laughs> immediately after being stabbed. <laughs> so this is from Daytona Beach, from the uh, Daytona Beach Journal, <laughs> the Journal Online. Uh, when it started as a bloody attack in the heart of the city's tourist district, ended in a love story. Uh, tourist from Kentucky was stabbed by a stranger in front of Ocean Walk shops during a confrontation over comments a stranger made about the tourist's daughter. So, not a scene with another's daughter. Oh. 
Long story short, the uh, man from Kentucky was accused of making a comment about the 12-year-old girl and then was stabbed. The man that stabbed the, the guy from Kentucky, the Florida man, then fell into a kiosk stabbing himself because <laughs> he was fucking shit-faced. Obviously. So <clears throat> Worthington, who was the guy from Kentucky, said that Debo, the man from Florida, likely stabbed himself in an artery because muscle matter was protruding from his arm when police arrived. <sighs> they said Debo was bleeding profusely. The violent episode does not color Worthington's opinion of Daytona Beach. It actually prompted him to propose to his girlfriend, Allison Crow, a lot faster than he had planned. I was going to propose to her on the strip, but after this happened, I thought it would be the perfect time to ask her to marry me because we would always have this story attached to it and we would never have a story like this, Worthington said. Of course she said yes. How can you say no to a bleeding man? That's a very well thought out argument, actually. Right? (laughs) Bitch, I'm going to die marry me! I mean, I got to give him props. Smart thinking. Not from Florida, from Kentucky. True. But since he was in Florida, I don't see why he wouldn't do it at that time. I make sense to me, which terrifies me that it makes sense to me. I'm going to go kill myself now. So, Steve, you got anything else? <laughs> nope. How about you, Claire? Nope. Steve, why don't you take us out of here, buddy? Uh, I want to thank all of our wonderful listeners uh, for their continued support and feedback. Uh, we love to hear what you guys think. Uh, we want to know what uh, topics you want to hear from us. And then uh, also want to throw your support behind all of our uh, various friends and their talents. So follow Nick Prohl and his artwork, uh, Dork County, featuring the art of Nick Prohl on Facebook. Uh, Tuesday nights, while the weather permits, uh, go to Bailey's and Tinley Park for the acoustic stylings of Chris Moran. And then, of course, listen to all the wonderful shows on the Disease Network, such as... You're Gonna Get a Disease. Starring Luke and Jonah and Nick. Uh, all that just happened. She's like that, oh, uh, that, that just happened. happened. Starring Adam and Rodney. And, of course... Uh, the Badge Dialogues, if I ever get the fuck around to recording again. <laughs> well, you said that you were going to record the summer I pretty am. soon here. Yes. Try, try it around once a month, which is a good idea. Yes. And it know. seems like Adam, uh, sorry, Rodney, really digs that idea about, you know, doing it once a month. It's a kind of a cool thing. Yeah. yeah for, for four days. Once a month for about four or five days. And then, of course, stick with us here at Something Gate because you know that haters are going to hate and traitors are going to trait. And easy is what pimping ain't. This has been Something Gate. Good night, everybody. <laughs>